It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. We're fixing to have us a good day. Welcome into the Locked On Auburn podcast. You might be thinking to yourself, wait, Zach's not opening the show today? You're exactly correct. He's not because we are practicing social distancing and Zach is at his house. Michael Pappas, how are you? Good, good, sir. I'm great, Zach. How are you feeling? I'm good, man. I'm good. The truth is I'm just still in mourning over the Tom Brady situation, but yeah. you know, I'm going to get through it. I'm going to get through the, it. That's what we all assumed, to be honest. Yeah, it's it's a reasonable assumption, man. It's a reasonable uh, assumption for sure. But yeah, man, I appreciate you uh, filling in for my show this morning and now doing doing the the podcast. So yeah, no, we get to chat for a few minutes. I'm excited about it. When you uh, first called me last night, I honestly thought it was like a long joke about how you were in more about how Tom Brady is going to the Bucks. To be honest, like uh, that's something I would do. I don't blame you for feeling thinking that at all. Absolutely. That is something that I would do. But uh, yeah, no, the cool thing is uh, hanging out with my wife at my house today. And uh, the cool thing is, is you can practice social distancing because like I'm actually kind of hungry at the time of recording this. Whenever we're done, I'm going to hit up our friends at Fetch Me Home Delivery. I'm going to use the free Fetch Me app. And uh, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to take them up on their great service. And uh I think anybody in the Auburn Open like area listening, I think they should take them up on that as well. You told me you were hungry. They could deliver to the Auburn Network as well. I mean, they're uh, they're awesome every time I've used them for sure. Absolutely, and uh, I know I got an email from them about how they were uh, stepping up their their game with uh, uh, the concerns right now that everyone yep. has with the coronavirus, right. and so that's uh, that's really awesome for, of them to do also. Yeah, so use promo code FetchMe20 for your first delivery free. Use the free FetchMe Delivery app or FetchMeDelivery.com. Michael, did you see this stuff? I mean, there's always all this talk about Anthony Schwartz. Auburn fans wanted Anthony Schwartz on the field a whole lot more. Mm-hmm. But did you see this post from Marco Wilson? I guess he's a, a Florida defensive back. And it looks like this is on Instagram. He was doing like a, an Ask Me Anything Kind of thing. And somebody asked, best wide receiver you played this year. And he tagged Anthony Schwartz, Anthony underscore flash 10. And he said, his coach just got to stop playing and let him run the full route tree. I mean, this Florida defensive back sounds like pretty much every Auburn fan, right? How funny is that? Uh, I actually didn't see this. And then you told me about it before the show. And I tried to find it and, and literally couldn't. Um, That's wild. 
That that's absolutely wild. I can't. Uh, that's such a strange thing for a defensive back to say, and for an opposing team to kind of say about uh, any opponent. But that's uh, that's pretty high praise, gotta say. Yeah, yeah. He posted a picture of them after the game. I don't know if they have a a history together or not. You know, Schwartz is a Florida guy, and I'm sure mm-hmm. uh, you know maybe Marco Wilson's from in state. I, I didn't look it up, but. Yeah, they were talking about that on the Auburn Undercover Body Get Aboard yesterday. And I'm like, oh, I can't wait to talk about this on the podcast. Just because so many Auburn fans are saying the exact same thing. Um, and, you know, it's so weird, Auburn's relationship with Florida. It's like it kind of used to be an awesome rivalry, and now it's not. And, you know, I mean, Marco's not going to play Auburn ever again. So <laughs> it's kind of, I guess it's yeah. kind of. I don't know, puts more things on the table as far as what you can say because you don't have to worry about Auburn anymore unless they play in the SEC title game, uh, which could be a thing assuming uh, assuming college football happens in, in 2020. Yeah, you're right. And it's just a, uh, I don't know, it's a really interesting situation, like you said, where uh, if they took a picture after the game, I would assume that they know each other, but yeah. still... Uh, hopefully under Kevin Steele, we will see more routes that get run by Auburn receivers. Or not under Kevin Steele, under uh, um, uh, uh, God, Chad uh, Morris. Chad Morris. Yeah. Been up for a yeah. while today, much earlier than normal. Bear with me. Well, I appreciate you, friend. I appreciate you. Uh, let's see. Marco Wilson's from Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale. So, yeah, I think they probably had a relationship going into college football. So that's fun. That's fun. Speaking of Kevin Steele, did you see that video that Auburn football tweeted out? It was like him and uh, Chad Morris, or it was Gus, Chad Morris, Kevin Steele, Cody Burns, uh, Bicknell, and I think it was a few other assistant coaches, but kind of saying like, hey, Auburn fam, we're all in this together. You know, there's a lot of bad things happening. We're going to be okay. But it went to Kevin Steele, and the big takeaway was Kevin Steele's beard. Did you see it? Yeah. That man can sport a beard. I'll tell you what. It looks great. I hope it's here to stay. Um, (laughs) Me too. (laughs) It's a a whole different side of Kevin Steele. Absolutely. I loved it. Yeah, I think it looks good on it. Makes him look rugged. Makes him look Mm -hmm. tough. Uh, I, I can't wait to hear what the, the <laughs> I bet the players give him a hard time about it, but I like it. I think he needs to keep it going. I think he needs to keep it going. All right, man. So what, what are some topics going around with Auburn related things that you're, uh, you're pumped about that we need to talk about? I mean, the, the biggest news is a day and yep. spring events are officially canceled. I guess we probably should have led with that. Yeah. A day officially canceled by the sec, but you can, uh, like they still might be able to have spring practice and and meetings and things like that. Um, this is not. I mean, this is just flat out not ideal for anyone. Um, right. Uh, and Auburn specifically bringing in a new coordinator um, for the offense, someone that I know a lot of Auburn fans and you and me, Zach, we've talked about how much we've been looking forward to uh, to a day to see if we can you know spot any differences in the offense since. Gus keeps saying that he's completely turning it over to Chad Morris and yeah it's a it'll be really interesting now to see I mean the first time we're going to get to see him is against UNC uh, no they have a game before UNC don't they yeah it's yeah it's like a it's a it's a payday game but yeah you're right though I mean as far as relevant snaps yeah against mm-hmm. UNC and it's kind of interesting I mean and we can have this conversation now do you think I mean we've talked about this before when you look throughout the conference, throughout the SEC, there's there's really not been a 
there's not a lot of quarterbacks coming back, right? Yeah. And so d- does it benefit Auburn more to have all this canceled and they have their quarterback going into 2020? Or does it hurt Auburn because they have a new offensive coordinator? Now, we don't think the offense is going to be a whole lot different. You kind of got to assume the, the terminology is going to be similar and they're able to have access to this playbook as all the players now are go- sent home. They're not on campus anymore is my understanding. Do you think that helps Auburn? That everybody's got everybody's spring practice got canceled. Or do you think it hurts them? Ooh, that's a good question. Because um, I mean, obviously it hurts everybody, but it's going to hurt some people worse than others. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you got to think that the teams with new head coaches, it, it's got to hurt them, you know, right. worse than everyone else. But it, yeah, it, I kind of feel like it it could hurt Auburn, you know, one of the least um, coming into this season. I I think it's pretty. I, I don't think a lot of people expect true freshmen to be getting a ton of playing time outside of maybe the offensive line, but really, you know, for the offensive line for Auburn, it, it was more about this summer anyway, because, you know, you had Zeitler who's coming in from Juco, who's not, yeah. who, who's been injured. And then they have another uh, coffee, I believe is right. his name, uh, another Juco tackle who wasn't going to get here till the summer. So it, ah. Uh, Auburn might be rather low on that list. And from a Bo Nix perspective, I mean, he's socially isolated at home with his dad. That's true. So, I mean, you know, they're just watching film all day, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and so, and his dad works in high school. And so he's literally not working for the next six weeks or whatever, or not maybe yeah, not he, six weeks. He's employed so. the same place my wife is and she's not working today. So he, he's not either. Yeah, so that's a great point. I didn't even think about that aspect of it. And then the other the other battle that we talked so much about was that corner spot opposite Roger McCreary. You know, you're high on Mar- uh, on, on Damio, and, and I'm high on Pritchett. But and Pritchett had this big advantage going into the spring because Damio wasn't yep. coming into the summer. But similar to the offensive lineman you just mentioned with Coffee coming in and Zaire being able to practice then. Uh, maybe maybe that's the case. Maybe that's a, or a similar case anyway with uh, with a cornerback battle happening there. So uh, maybe maybe it does help Auburn. I, I think it's definitely easy to kind of be glass half full uh, in a world that's kind of glass half empty right now. But from an Auburn perspective, I think we can kind of you know pump some positivity and some positive vibes that way. I think it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Uh- Inside the program, I don't think you can really say help because, you know, you can always use more practice time and more, you know, scrimmage reps and everything. Um, Outside the program, like you said, a lot of teams don't have returning quarterbacks. And, you know, in the case of Georgia, they've got a transfer quarterback and a completely new offensive system. And so, you know, in that case, it could really help Auburn. Uh, it, it really hurts teams that potentially could have true freshmen come in and win jobs, uh, like an Alabama right. uh, with Bryce Young. But, I mean, from from an outside point of view, it, it very well may, you know, help Auburn. But inside, you know, inside the program itself, you always want those snaps. So hopefully they'll be able to get out and practice, even if it doesn't conclude in A-Day. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think we pretty much covered it. Like this could end up maybe not benefiting, but hurting Auburn the least. Right. 
Right. Hey, I, I want to talk about Auburn guys in the NFL in just a second. Right here uh, on Locked on Auburn. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. If you haven't voted in our, our bracket that we've made, we'll put a link to the uh, the, the bracket voting in the podcast description today, we're going to hit up that Monday and Tuesday of next week as far as uh, who advances in our bracket for the greatest of all time in Auburn athletics. That was fun to make. That was a fun to chat about in our last two episodes. If you missed either of those, go back and check those out. Um, we're, we're filling content. There's not a lot of people you know, that are excited to fill content right now, but I think here at Locked on Auburn, we've done a pretty good job of that. So check all that out. Be engaged. We really, really appreciate all of that so with uh nfl free agency hitting full swing throughout this week michael with tom brady leaving to go to the bucks there's a lot of people talking about auburn quarterback one jared stidham it mm-hmm. seems like with uh, with new england's cap situation he's going to be the starter at new england unless they you know kind of move some stuff around but then a few hours later you saw cam newton yeah, it looks like he is going to be traded away from the Carolina Panthers. And a lot of people uh, at the time of this recording, you're seeing rumors that the Chicago Bears and the Carolina Panthers are talking about that. And the Panthers signed Teddy Bridgewater. So it's kind of cool. Two former Auburn quarterbacks were in the news like crazy as of so far this week. Yeah, it is. And the Cam Newton situation is definitely a strange one. You know, the the Panthers coming out and saying, like, we've told Cam Newton that uh, he can pursue a trade. And Cam being like, that's that's not what happened at all. You told me. I love me, that he stood up for himself. Yeah. That was awesome. He was like, you told me, go find somewhere to get traded because we don't want you anymore. <laughs> and Right. It, and then Greg Olson commented under and I was like, yeah, I've, that sounds familiar. <laughs> it's like, not a good look for the Panthers. Yeah. And it's a tough situation with Cam for Cam because his, uh, you know, he obviously has a kind of a spotty medical history, especially recently with the surgeries that he's undergone and everything. And with the coronavirus stuff, they're not doing a ton of team physicals and everything. So yeah, it's going to be, uh, it, it might be a while before he can get cleared or whatnot to 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 mm-hmm. be traded or signed or or whatever it is that he ends up happening. And so. Really, NFL free agency has dominated the news. It's like With all that's happening. Cycle, but yeah. even if there were other things happening, like that would yesterday, that, uh, it still would have dominated the news. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're, it's talking about quarterbacks moving all over the place with Philip Rivers now signing with the Colts. I mean, it's been it's been really fun to watch. You're going to get to see Tom Brady versus Drew Brees twice a year. Like that's incredible. That's a lot of fun. And then you got Matt Ryan and Teddy Bridgewater in that division as well. I mean, that's pretty fun. Um, but yeah, yeah. NFL free agency has been incredible. Now there's all these rumors like, are the Buccaneers going to go after Todd Gurley? It's like, golly, that's, that's a lot of fun. That's a lot of fun. Yeah. The NFL, Roger Goodell, he gets, uh, he gets a lot of flack and he gets a lot of flack for me too. I personally don't like the guy, but he has had the goal to make the NFL a year round sport. Mm-hmm. And it does not surprise me. He is capitalizing on all of this. That doesn't surprise me at all. 
Yeah, and they've announced that the draft is like not going to be held in front of people. Zach, do you think they're going to? Excuse me. Do you think they're going to pipe in booze? Um, I doubt it. I doubt it. And you know, once again, it's not surprising to me that Goodell is all over this. But selfishly, I'm I'm glad he is. It's been fun to follow because there's nothing else happening. But yeah, Cam Newton's tenure with the Panthers over. Curious to see what that does to their fan base. I know a lot of uh, a lot of the state of Alabama cheers for the Panthers because of Cam. Um, I imagine those numbers will go down <laughs> as soon as that trade goes through. Yeah, you got to imagine, and it is worth noting for Cam that he's owed, or this season his contract is like nineteen or twenty million dollars, which you know in today's quarterback market is really not that much money. Uh, you know, you, like you said, Philip Rivers signed with the Colts for twenty-five. Tom Brady is getting thirty. So, and there are a lot of quarterbacks that are up in that thirty million dollar range. So, Cam could be a bargain, really, for this one season. Yeah, yeah. You just kind of have to have the room. You know, there's a lot of people that want him to go to New England. I'm kind of in that boat too. It'd be fun to see Cam and Jared sit them on the same team. But from a cap standpoint, it doesn't it doesn't really look like. That's possible. They'd have to move Mohamed Sanu and Rex Burkhead and some other guys. But uh, it's going to be fun to follow. It's going to be fun to follow. I hope he doesn't do the trade right if we put this podcast up because that's kind of <laughs> that's got to have been our luck. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months, or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. One last thing, Michael, that I wanted to talk about. Auburn basketball, they signed, uh, or their signee, Chris Moore, he's been a signee for a while now, but Six foot seven power forward from West Memphis in Arkansas. He has been named Arkansas State Player of the Year. And they got a really solid uh, player out of Arkansas a year ago with Alan Flanagan. I think Flanagan may have been player of the year in Arkansas as well, now that I think about it. But I think it's uh, I think it just kind of goes to show the kind of talent that Bruce Pearl's bringing in year in and year out now on a consistent basis. Yeah, I read that uh, Chris Moore averaged 19 points and 16 rebounds in the state tournament. That that's is crazy. That's absolutely that's, absurd. That's stu- that, yeah, that is stupid. And, and his team was set to play uh, in the state championship game before all the coronavirus stuff happened. But uh, yeah. one of the uh, one of the low key more interesting things about this story was that he plays for West Memphis in Arkansas, and they were going to play Jacksonville. Which is another Arkansas high school, I guess. And so I, I mean, I, I thought it was really interesting that Memphis is playing Jacksonville in Arkansas, in Arkansas? high, sc- high school basketball. That's funny. Yeah, I didn't notice that, but yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, I mean, there's just been so much talk about Sharif Cooper. I think we've kind of forgotten, it, and I'm guilty of this as well. Mm-hmm. We've forgotten about Chris Moore. I mean, if if Chris Moore would have signed with Auburn three years ago, he would have been the talk of the class. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Absolutely, and the you know uh, again, unfortunately for Chris Moore, um, the class main is not done yet, and could potentially be adding the best member of the class here pretty soon. And so yeah. th- it's really all of this is uh, 
it, it's really fun. It's really interesting. And I, I mean, shout out to Chris Moore, the numbers that he's put up. If you haven't seen them, uh, go look because he's been absolutely incredible in, in his senior season this year. Uh, he, right. He has been dominant in Arkansas high school basketball. Let's see. There, there's a quote in an article here by Keith Niebuhr on Auburn Undercover. This is more talking. Quote, feels good to get any great honor. I previously received all conference four times, all state four times, all tournament team four times, and 5A East Player of the Year once. So I know my hard work and dedication to my basketball craft would pay off in the long run. Championship game, and then it's War Eagle time. Auburn, get ready. I love that. I absolutely love that. He's like, hey, I've done great things. Uh, you know, I've achieved. I've worked hard for it. But now let's focus on Auburn. Auburn, I'm coming. I love that. I absolutely love that. I think fans should be excited about Chris Moore. Yeah, I completely agree. It, 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 this Auburn team, unfortunately, you know, we're having to already start looking ahead to uh, the next season in college basketball, and this right. Auburn team should be a, a ton of fun. Uh, they're going to need a, uh, you know, they're going to need a score and someone's going to have to step up, but that's the same thing we said going into this season. And certainly we saw guys step up, including Samir Doughty, who ended up being, well, mostly Samir Doughty, who ended up being first team all SEC. So uh, this should be a really, really fun off season of really for football and for basketball. And, And I'm really excited to see, uh, this basketball team get on the court. I want to see how much these players grow from being freshmen to being sophomores. You know, is it Devin Cambridge's team next year, even with Sharif Cooper? Yeah, I'm excited about Chris Moore's name because last year we said we wanted Samir of that. Mm-hmm. Now we can just say we want more. You're right. Was that bad? I no. feel like that was bad. My wife is booing me right now. She's giving me the thumbs down. Uh, <sighs> oh, well. I'm going to be I honest with you. It. I really thought Polo and Mishu were going to make an appearance on, on the podcast today. They just came in here to say hey, but they didn't bark or anything. So uh, I really thought we were going to get a nice, just an, a lot of Polo. So Yeah, yeah. More Polo, the better. Absolutely. Well, cool, man. All right. I'm going to let you send it out. But, yeah, people, check us out on Twitter at Locked on Auburn and follow me on Twitter at Z Blackerby, even though right now it's less Auburn stuff, more stuff about me being sad about Tom Brady. So, <laughs> uh, You can follow me on Twitter at CouchPavTato. Be sure to go vote in uh, in the bracket because, you know, every vote counts, and you can vote as many times as you'd like. The more votes, the better. Uh, we want everyone's opinions. That is going to do it for today's edition of the Locked on Auburn podcast. We'll be back with you guys tomorrow. It's the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. The NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.